the real bad juice cast. We're doing obscure stuff. Code Red, the Rubicon Conspiracy. A psychologically disturbed soldier is forced to come out of retirement to find his brother who has disappeared in the jungle. Nothing can prepare him for the alien nightmare he's plunged into. Alright, I'm Rage Killer in General Lodge. And I'm Wolfman's Gottenards. What did you guys think of Mountain Dew, Code Red, the Reuben Sandwich Conspiracy? Code Red! The Rubicon Conspiracy was a show I actually watched back in 2001 when it was released. It's a made-for-TV movie, and I distinctly remember watching it on TV. And the reason why I suggested that we do it uh, was simply because it stuck with me for all these years. Now, back then, I was a fan of AVP, uh, specifically the novels and not the comics. I wouldn't read the comics until a few years later. And seeing as how AVP, the film, wouldn't come out for, I believe, another three years, it was something that sort of uh, held me over until then. Now, Code Red, the Rubicon Conspiracy is basically great value alien versus predator with uh, some of the roles flipped around. It is such a ripoff of predator, it's not even funny. But is this necessarily a bad thing? It understands what predator was, and it knows how to basically make a Predator film. Uh, it knows why Alien was so successful, and it knows how to make about a quarter of an Alien film. And it matches the two together really quite well. Uh, what's kind of funny uh, is the plot actually kind of is more like AVP than that horrible AVP film was. Now, uh, I personally liked it. Now, the thing is, you only hear, have only heard the plot, okay? You know, it's like, it's a run-through-the-jungle kind of movie. There is, of course, the famous scene from Predator where they all shoot into the jungle, and just like in, in Predator, they don't hit anything. And also, just like in Predator, they do kill a boar because, you know, we can't allow those boorish people to go around. Uh, the acting is community theater. It, it It's the stuff <laughs> of legends. Uh... The main guy uh, is supposed to be, you know, Arnie Light, but he doesn't even get, like, he's, like, maybe, like, one one-eighth of an Arnie. He doesn't sound tough. He actually just sounds kind of like an accountant. Uh, and when he tries to be tough, he's like, it's like, oh, what was the, what was the funny line from the show? Okay, you're a high-class ass-kisser. Okay, I sounded more epic there, and I wasn't even trying, okay? And he, uh, the only character I that I thought was a direct uh, rip. I mean, inspiration from Predator was the Indian guy. None of the other guys clucked with me on the original. Oh, well, there was the... Also, there's a... I can't believe he's not Hudson character as well. Okay, well, there's that, but I think you're missing one particular character. And that character is, of course, uh, female Carl Weathers. Uh, the Carl Weathers character <laughs> in this film is a uh, female uh, she does the exact same thing that Carl's, Carl Weather does. He She doesn't tell, you she know... She keeps her arm. Well, that too. Uh, she does the exact... She, she fills the exact same role as Carl Weather's character did. 
you know, she doesn't tell, you know, not Arnie. Actually, the guy does the guy's I can't even call him not Arnie because he doesn't look anything like Arnold Schwarzenegger. She doesn't tell the leader character. There we go. I can't remember his name, sadly. Uh, she doesn't tell the leader character anything until late in the movie. Uh, she's super she's smart. Cool. So, yeah. But uh, it was Lieutenant Doyle. Oh yeah, Jerry. No, what was his first name? It wasn't Jerry Doyle? The the main was uh, Peter, and uh, the the brother was uh, James. Okay, Peter Doyle. That's the name of the main character. All shall live in fear of Peter Doyle. What's really funny though, uh, it's a good thing you reminded me of the name because when the movie starts up. They act like this is some big badass guy. Like I'm telling you, he they they really play him up. It's like Peter Doyle, <gasps> Peter Doyle, Michael Jackson. Actually, Michael Jackson would be a little more uh, intimidating than Peter Doyle's. But um, yeah, Peter Doyle is the main character's name. And the movie when the movie starts up, uh, actually when he's introduced, not when the movie starts up, because when the movie starts up, you've got this uh, really hilarious Sega CD scene. Where like uh, there's these army guys shooting off into the forest, and of course you have uh, female Carl Weathers watching it on this monitor because it's like remember this is supposed to be a ripoff of Aliens, Predator, so he's watching on this monitor. There's even a heart monitor too, just like in Aliens. <laughs> She's watching this on like this CRT Sega CD styled screen, right? And like they're all shooting into the forest. It's like oh no, they're, they're, they're not even really emoting. You don't see what they're shooting at. It looks really silly. And then when that scene is over, the evil general, and you know he's evil because he's bald, and bald people are evil. Bald people send all your hate mail to General Lots. Well, you know, well, of course they would because they're evil. But uh, <laughs> so what happens is when the last guy dies, the the monitor blanks out because of course that's how that works. And then General Baldy he walks up and ejects a CD, and somehow that has all that footage saved on it, because One, it it doesn't blank out, it actually goes to static, like a static TV station. Okay, (laughs) that's even worse. And two, two, that disc looks like a PlayStation disc flipped upside down. That's probably what it was. Probably. Uh, Go on. Okay, I'll let you guys talk about the rest. Alright, um... I wouldn't say this is exactly an alien or predator ripoff necessarily, but they definitely threw a dash of predator and a dash of aliens in a blender and made something. I thought the effects were actually pretty good for being a made for TV movie or made well to an extent. I mean, it wasn't, it's not as, it's not as shit CG like asylum movies are these days. Um, Except it does suffer from, Shaky blurry cam to hide their lack of budget and shaky blurry cam is one of the biggest offenses I have in a movie. I fucking hate shaky blurry cam. However, um, so there's like these creatures. Uh, okay, there's the not there's these aliens that have armor, kind of like the predator. Only they he don't is have the armor. predator. Okay, I can't, I can't, I can't take it. Okay, you he have. Doesn't, he doesn't really have a no. wrist blade or anything. He does have a, a plasma he's, thing. He's the predator. Talking about. I wish it, it was more like the Predator. And the aliens are basically neck huggers, okay? They're like, but they're also tentacly and stuff too. Yeah, but they like hug their neck to kill people. Uh, I know. My point is, it, it's shameless, but it's not as shameless as it could have been. There, does that work? 
did we watch the same movie? I think so. Did we? Because um, it, the soundtrack was exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It was definitely same. inspired. Oh, yeah, they even had the drums. <laughs> I heard it. And they had the motion trackers. And when they go into the underground base, they use red lighting. So, yeah, I mean, but it was it was fun. Um, but it wasn't like, uh, I mean, it was all right. Man, um, God, what's there to say about the movie? You got mel- I've got plenty to say. What do you think, Wolfman? Uh, basically, uh, <clears throat> uh, I have a retort. They, they didn't take a, a pinch of Predator and a pinch of Aliens. They took a fucking pound, threw it into the blender. Um, say the main character. I mean, I, I, the only reason why I even remember the characters' names is because well, Doyle rules. You know, <laughs> that's the only thing that helped me remember the fuckers. The main one um, is a very, very, very unoriginal story, but I do have to say that for a B horror made for television movie the production value was pretty high right there but um i i mean the self it was um it looked like a character from mortal Kombat, like a predator it just looks like something out of mortal Kombat, and it's kind of ironic because i'm uh the um oh the female carl weathers she was actually in Mortal Kombat Annihilation, and she played Shiva. Really? <laughs> so what the what the fuck does that tell you? I like that. I like that a lot. None of these actors, none of these actors, really went on to have very illustrious careers. In fact, I felt that I'm uh, not. What was it? There was James and Peter O'Doyle. Yeah, so Peter Doyle reminded me of like a, a fucking. Value. This is like car wash DVD on the the rack. Brendan Fraser. They, they they went through every single trope that they possibly could, but like, like I said, the, the the only thing that I can really truly say about this movie was is that quite simply, um, it steals shit from Predator. It blatantly steals cinematography ideas from aliens so i mean you got the plot of predator you got the camera work of aliens and you'd figure how can you go wrong with some shit like that the acting was pretty passable um the typical bad guy that bald people are evil i i know quite a few good bald people thank you very much but let's talk about general lots of the baldest Let's talk about that stereotypical Texan accent there. The we gotta get we you know we we're, we're protecting the integrity of the United States of America, son. Shit that they had going on. That's just what you gotta do when you make this kind of movie. You have to have a character like that. You gotta be bald and you gotta be from Texas, I guess, if you want to be evil in the B horror verse. Even though well, this, this was filmed in Australia. What was kind of funny about that, though, is I don't know if you noticed, but he—I don't—he—he th- he wasn't from Texas. I can guarantee you on that for one reason, because he st- slips into his Eastern European accent a lot. 
he's like he'll be talking and like sometimes his uh the ends of some of his words sound very like English wasn't the language he grew up using. No, yeah. you can tell that he's definitely from one like like um uh, I I want to say like the Bulgaria region. Yeah. He was in high. Hey, hey! Don't make fun of him. He was in Highlander too. The quickening. <laughs> Truly, the greatest of all actors. And Nightmare on Elm Street Five: The Dream Child, and Beastmaster, <laughs> the TV series, and the first Scooby Doo movie. Call you fucking IMDb Zilla. <laughs> but no, it, it's um. Uh, oh yeah, the, the there was a how many how how many times did you pick up a. Uh, the Hudson character. Yes. Yeah, that was actually pretty hilarious. Uh, now I know I, I don't think you. No, go on. I'm freaking out, man. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? <laughs> but then he became magically. Well, it sounds funny, but I'm not saying that all are okay. Magically Mexican, okay, because it sounds funny. He started speaking Spanish for literally no reason. It's like the Day of the Dead or some crap like that. They're like, what's really funny also, they introduced this uh, universal translator because those existed in 2001. And like it translates what he says. It's like, oh, yeah. Started... Wasn't there a line that was said? It was like, it was like, what's the purpose of that? And the, the thing that popped in my head was plot convenience. Well, yeah, duh. Oh, it was a joke. Uh, no, go on. Azex Machina. Uh, well, I think they try. They tried to hedge their bets by having it early in the movie. It's like, yeah, we have this thing so that we um, can talk to the pred. I mean, uh, talk to the rebels, right? Because when the movie starts up, it's like in Predator, exactly like in Predator. They got the rebels. They got to fight that they think they have to. You know. Only a pinch of Predator and aliens. I don't know. Oh God. come on! They literally ripped it hole and just <laughs> squeezed its destroyed body into a bowl and ground it up with the severed alien tail. <laughs> Nothing like those movies. You guys are crazy. Okay. Okay. I, I'm really kind of annoyed, though, that they killed off uh, Billy. That's not his name, but he might as well be Billy from Predator. They killed him off. He's the first death. He's the first death of the squad. And then, you know, now, basically, uh, for those who might actually be kind of lost, if you haven't seen it, it's like, okay, the movie literally just begins, you gotta have the squad, then they go through the jungle, then they go to the secret base, and then fun stuff happens. You know... Uh, did any of you get a, get a Half-Life vibe? Because I, I got one. Well, I guess since the movie shamelessly is, I mean, inspired... Well, no, because, like, at the end of the movie, uh, General Baldy shows up with some mercs, and he wants to make sure there's no uh, witnesses, which is kind of like in uh, Half-Life, where right. the... Uh, uh, I can't remember the name of the troops I mean, that show up. Probably shamelessly ripped that off. To, I mean, got inspiration from as well. Uh, there's also a bit at the beginning. I know we're jumping around here, but, well, you know, we're kind of scattered like that. Uh, also a bit at the beginning, I kind of got a Rambo vibe because they got to bring back... What's his name? Peter Peter Doyle? They got to bring back Peter Doyle, and it's like they got to find him. Like they had to deal with Rambo, and like with Rambo, you know, he's got like this big beard and everything. It's like I, I really kind of got like they they ripped that off too. 
but everybody that gets out of the service grows a fucking beard. Rambo fighting an alien, they should totally do that. <laughs> yeah, it's called Commando, except... You mean uh, Predator? Oh, oh, oh. oh, yeah, that's true. What? <laughs> Honestly, you know, okay, this is this has nothing to do with the movie we're talking about, but do you ever think that, like, Commando is, like, the prequel to Predator? I guess, but like Arnold, you know, he's like, I could see the Arnold in that, like John Matrix becoming Dutch, you know, I could totally see that. I have to change my identity. Go to college, the stuff where he just gets jaded and starts smoking cigars. (laughs) Maybe you never know. Might be. Predator to fucking kill him. You got the goddamn college bills. $45,000. $45,000. Kill me! I'm here! Kill me! I'm here! Kill me! I'm here! Now, there is only one female character in uh, Code Red, the Rubicon Conspiracy, and that, of course, is female Cara Weathers. Uh, she's actually pretty attractive, to be perfectly honest. Uh, she's a fairly strong character, uh, but they don't overdo it. They don't, like, a lot of strong, well, a lot of a lot of female characters, let's say that. Because being a bitch doesn't necessarily mean you're strong. Often fall back to just having their female characters just be bitches, you know, like really annoying, really overbearing. She's never really like that. She actually is somebody who wants to work with Peter Doyle. Honestly, though, I would say she's more masculine than Peter Doyle is, though. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the only one who feels that way or not. Because she wasn't, she wasn't necessarily a Vasquez ripoff. I think, I think she was more just ripping off Carl Weathers, but with a vagina, vagina Weathers. Uh, yeah, because like Vasquez was never <laughs> what I would peg as like a leadership type, whereas uh, Carl Weathers and uh, Predator definitely felt more like what a leader would kind of feel like. Vagina Weathers. Yeah, and you know, oh vagina my god. Is, it's no, a pretty stop nice saying that. What's wrong with vagina withers? I like that. Oh my god. That's uh. really funny. Because the Carl Weathers character in Predator was called Dylan. Dylan. And if you want to say like Carl Weathers or villain. Really? That was her name? I couldn't remember her name. According to IMDB, her name is Joyce Darwin, the character. Oh, yeah, Darwin. Now I remember. You have James Doyle, Peter Doyle, Darwin. Uh, They were kind of on the nose with that one. Now, one really hilarious uh, character name was, of course, Borak was one of the names, uh, Lieutenant Borak. He was kind of this dweeby soldier. Oh, yeah, this is also something that's kind of funny. Borak, okay, he dies pretty – he lasts a little bit into the movie – but then he gets knocked off this log and, like, supposedly falls to his death. The oh, funniest me. thing is, okay, in 2001, this wouldn't have been funny, okay? But it is now. When he started, when, when uh, Peter Doyle started saying, Borak! Borak! It sounded like he kept saying Borat! <laughs> Borat. Which back then wouldn't have been that. What's really kind of funny, though, okay, they get to the science station, right? The science machines. Which we have to talk about the computer. We really have to do that because it, it, it gets even funnier. Okay, so they're in the science station, right? Now, Borat is saved by um, 
paintball mask predator. Oh, and he's you like, should specify the predator doesn't actually. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. I was gonna explain that later, but oh, I'm he just sorry. Gave it away. Anyway, okay, so Borat is saved by wait, the predator. Wait, 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 wait a minute! Wait a minute! Uh, the, 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 this Peter Doyle asshole. Now I know where I fucking saw him. I thought he was uh, uh, a ripoff of Brendan Fraser. He was that asshole doctor in arachnophobia. Oh. Now that's hilarious. And now he's like an action hero, huh? No wonder he wasn't particularly good at it. So, uh, asshole oh. doctor from arachnophobia. Uh, shows up and and sees and sees Borat like no he actually I forget where exactly does he see him ultimately it turns out that Borat survived he meets up with asshole doctor from arachnophobia and they go back to the science station within two minutes Borat is dead because and it's so telegraphed too because there's of course in the science station one uh, neck hugger behind a cage. And of course, it just breaks out and kills him. What's even funnier, though, in that particular scene is where, like, uh, asshole doctor from arachnophobia is like, no! The no's in this movie are the stuff of legend. Not one of them can emote on the no. It, it, it's, it, it, it really is quite amusing. It's one of, really, the bad acting makes this movie so worth watching. Like, I'm telling you, like, it, it's just the stuff of legends. It's true Shakespearean acting. Yeah. No one's getting into this movie but me. I liked it so much. No, man, I agree. You know, if you want to watch something uh, that is inspired by the about... other two franchises you may have heard of, <laughs> then yeah, check it out. Okay, well, uh, Paintball Mask Predator. The movie, I could sum it up pretty simply. When they're all preparing to go do whatever the hell it is that they're doing, they're on the beach, and you see nothing but the beach. And they're dressed in jungle camo. That's all they could afford. At least it wasn't. Uh, at least they weren't wearing blue uh, like in Street Fighter. Yeah, because they're the Navy. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that, that's this up as best as possible like i've already said i felt that the the, the plot line was completely unoriginal and yeah that was it they stole the story from predator but they stole the cinematography of aliens really yeah like, i felt the acting was passable the deaths they were really nothing to remember they really weren't um the the things that just stuck out to me about this movie was is yeah the, the camera work was done really well. The lighting was actually pretty goddamn decent for a VR movie. Um, see things happening from a mile and a half away. And, you know, we got to disarm a nuclear bomb. There's only like 15 seconds left. And we're still trying to figure out the password. And they're asking sports some um, uh, questions. Right. And what's really now, kind of funny? You got an alien with an attitude, apparently. 
Oh, it's because the the predator in this can speak English because he he finds the the magic uh, human design the MacGuffin. Yeah, uh, Universal Translator that of course existed in two thousand one, and he's able to learn. I love that part though because I really like the fact that he was able to talk. I thought that was really cool. So so it's also only ninety minutes, which. At least the movie is not long. Honestly, I guess I, I guess I enjoyed it more than either one of uh, y'all did. I just, I it kind of spoke to me because for me, I like Alien and I like Predator so much, and you know, anytime it's done in a passable way, which this film was, it's just, I like. I guess the best way to put this movie, I said it was is, decent. It just didn't floor. It just didn't knock me. My socks off. I wasn't like, oh my god, this is the AVP I've been waiting for, or anything. I was, it was just like, eh, it's all right. It was for me, but you know, I guess the best way, thing you can also compare this movie to is uh, it's it has sort of like a Power Rangers plot line, but it looks about like a second. It's it's acted about as good as a Sega CD game. It, it really is. It you can some, definitely. Some, it had some nice gooey effects. I don't know. They did look. They look kind of phony to me, but I don't know. Here's the problem with when you take plot elements that blatantly. You want to watch Aliens, and you want to watch Predator, and watch Aliens, and then watch Predator. Well, see, that makes sense to a degree, but think about this for a moment. If you if you're like, if you're like me, you've already watched it millions, well, not millions of times, but many, many times by this point. And so, if you want to see something kind of like Alien and Predator, well, there you go. You get to watch more Alien and Predator, except it's a little different. I don't mind. On the same thing, never fucking watch this movie again. And Predator, I have seen a million times. I could quote the shit from start to finish. I'll watch it two million times. Well, there's nothing wrong with it. I, I understand the idea of, well, if you don't want to watch those movies, you want to find something similar, you know, th- th- is this a viable option? Because it's, it, it just made me want to watch Predator. It just made me want to watch Alien. Because seeing the fucking doctor from Arachnophobia or Shiva from the really bad Mortal Kombat movie... And watch fucking Bill Paxton lose his shit for real. And it really beat Bill Paxton. And it's done great. And I could see Arnold, you know, get to the chopper, you know. And and Dylan, you son of a bitch. You know, you you could get those moments. It's just, even for something that's like it, I, I, I would never watch it again. Don't quite think this movie went there. Almost. If we would have had maybe a little more action in it, I don't know. If it had a little more oomph, it would have been a, a fine, inspired movie of two franchises. I don't know. I hear you. Here you go. Here you go. When they finally figure out the goddamn thing, shit, what, what can we put in? Well, they stopped using uh, alphabet numbers in the military. Now we just use numbers. And then it turns out to be the alphabet anyway. And it's JFK's fucking initials. Right. Like sports trivia questions. Who took the Irish for the long run? <laughs> and well, no, 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 it's this guy. Not to go to you for sports trivia. 
really, dude? You've got 30 fucking seconds left until the shit all blows the fuck up. It's like, are you going to have time to access the shit to turn it off? No, you're not. Oh. But no, sure enough, they type in JFK, and what do you hear? Yeah, I thought that I actually laughed out loud at that. I thought that was fucking hilarious. I guess I can just, re- I just, I guess for me, I just can really revel in really bad movies though, because like I'm not, I'm not denying that it's bad. It's just, I think it's, I think it's the kind of fun bad, you know, the kind where every insane thing that happens is funny. It was. I think in a lot of ways you kind of just more or less expressed my similar thought. Like, it's a compliment. I've seen some shit movies in my day, like Creepshow 3. Oh, God. But I, I, I will give this movie this much. For a movie that I'm, you know, not a fan of, I was able to watch it. Oh, I'm bored, or holy shit, this motherfucker's really dragging along from start to finish. I didn't have to skip anything. Uh, you know, I didn't sit there and be like, fuck this, I'm done. I, I, I was able to at least get through it. So the movie at least gives you enough that you can't, that it, it's at least watchable. But don't watch it again. <laughs> like I said, this is this is a movie that has about a Power Rangers plot with a Sega CD games budget. And for what they did, it didn't look that phony. The mercenary leader guy, I don't know if he even had a name. You know who I'm talking about? The the, the bald guy? Because he was evil. Yeah. Yep. All bald people are evil. Probably. Evil. Look at Mr. Clean. The evil Bulgarian bald uh, Texan. Yes, the, bul- <laughs> the Bulgarian-American the, Texan. I was going to say, the last half of Code Red started to give me the Predator vibes. The fact that like the hero had the to drink yeah. off of Code Red and they get through the last half hour. <laughs> Predator, man. That, that, that just reminded me of Reptile from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, he did. He was it reminded right. Reptile. So I guess it sums up this movie. Uh... Hey, I'm not done yet. <laughs> You're Don't done. silence Shut me. <laughs> Check, it Check it out if you want it. And that's one of the things this movie... The thing is, like, for as crappy as this movie is, it surprisingly does a lot of things right. Most notably... Oh, now it's is... crappy. Well, I never said it wasn't crappy. Sure. I'm just saying I've really had a lot of fun with it. That's you want to find you want to find a legit DVD of it and like hug and caress at night. Oh, code red! No one understands you like I do. Whoa. Um, one of the things I really thought was also quite good about this movie was simply the fact that they didn't shoehorn in a crappy romance. Because you know there are so many action films and horror films where for some reason the main character gets together with the only chick available well and i'm so he kind of got together with the chick at the end no he didn't because at the very end he's he's she's like i don't like coffee or something like that no i don't like oysters and you kind of get the feeling like they're not gonna really do much together anymore which i thought was pretty good you know it's not right because i just i hate it when they shoehorn in that crap you know it's like, look, female car weather, uh, vagina weathers does not need to get together with Peter Doyle, okay? They had no chemistry whatsoever, and it would just have been really, really stupid. No chemistry acting or, or sexually? Either one. I, I didn't feel like that. 
I didn't feel like actually I would actually go as far to say that not one of the cast really had much chemistry with one another at all. Like the squad, you know, you didn't buy that like they were this close knit group. You know, magic of aliens. Yeah, that, it really was. And Predator as well. They were all bodybuilders. They got up in the morning and then they go into the woods and then they start lifting the weights and then they smoke the stogies <laughs> and then they eat the meat in the jungle and then they climb up the tree, they take the coconut and then they eat the shit. Uh, Arnie. Only he could do it well. But overall, it's a film that I highly recommend watching, especially since you can find it on YouTube for free. Because I highly doubt there was ever a DVD pressing, and I highly doubt there was ever a VHS tape. Likely the only thing on YouTube is a TV record. In fact, it looks bad enough to be one. Um, eh. Choice between Aliens versus Predator, Aliens versus Predator Requiem, and Code Red. I'd throw all three of them in the fucking dumpster. Just go watch Aliens. Go watch Predator. Have fun. Go watch. If, I don't know, for me, if Code Red was more exciting, that would have been fine. Uh, to me, it just didn't quite reach that level. It was funny, but it just... God damn it. I don't give a fuck about production value, really. I can watch movies that look fucking terrible. As long as there's something fucking original behind it. It's shut. And everybody fucking bitches and moans about that fucking movie. But the truth is, is that Chud at least had a fucking original story. It had plot. It had context. It had substance. The humor was in force. The acting was fucking decent. That's the thing. Is I, I, I want something fucking original. I don't give a flying fuck about, you know, how good the actors are. Any of those things. Because, you know what? Acting is an art form. Film is an art form. And I love it. I really, truly do. It's the fact that the movie is such a fucking ripoff. I've never heard anyone say Aliens was shit. Predator was shit. It just, did you really have to rip off those two movies? I mean, you know what? Do a nod. Give me a fucking wink. When you're looking at a movie and you're like, oh, that's the fucking Dylan. That's the fucking Hudson. That's a fucking nod to Aliens. And that I can forgive. But it, but it was just... Come on. All they could afford was shaking the camera and adding a blur to it. So goddamn unoriginal. You guys have an opportunity to make a fucking movie, and you're, and you're ripping off two of the best ever. I can agree with that, actually. But I guess for me, I can just... I kind of like seeing how people take an already established concept and, and kind of put their own kind of spin on it. It's like... It's not as bad as if, like, some modern-day Hollywood movie ripped off something old. Because with this, it just, with this, they weren't really hurting anyone, you know? No one was going to remember Code Red, the Rubicon Conspiracy, 20 years later. That's why we're reviewing it. Like I know, but what I mean is, <laughs> the rip-off didn't get more popular than the original movies. But with Hollywood, if they ripped something off, it would probably get more popular than the original movie, which would have been bad, you know? I don't know. I, I it's hard to explain. Like I don't know. Like if somebody wants to, like if somebody wants to knock off Predator, I say go for it. But give them new, give these these not Predators new abilities. Have them do something slightly different. I don't know. 
Hey, the guy, hey, the predator and, jumped really oh high. I mean, I don't know how. Did you see that effect? He yeah. just kind of flies. <laughs> I, that was funny. You know what it was like? It was like that fucking that Simpsons episode when Marge kept dreaming about Lee Majors. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Hello, Marge. I'm Lee Majors. Will <laughs> you come away? Um, sure. And then you're. So wait, just. That's a six dollar man right there. It's a six pence man. I mean, it's like watching Anaconda than watching Python or something. No, no, no. Anaconda is not nearly as good as this movie. I'll admit that that uh, this movie does kind of drag with the walking through the jungle scenes. They they do like to do that a lot, but Predator did the same thing. Hey, look. Predator was a really good fucking movie, but the first 50 minutes, they were just looking at the fucking trees. <laughs> I'm wrong here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Pushing too many pencils. I think if you if you hated AVP, and especially Requiem, I think Code Red is a better uh, Requiem. I would say it's better than the first AVP because the first AVP really dragged a lot. None of the characters in that movie were memorable or even enjoyable. So, there you go.